You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hi, welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am here with my favorite friend, Amanda McEwen. Favorite friend? I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, you, you, you are my favorite friend. I'll take it. And we are also podcast partners, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. We're complete opposites in almost every way, except for our values. Yes, yes. I we've, know. We've been getting a lot of commentary about the dynamic between the two of us and how different we are and how somehow it works. And you actually referred to us to somebody else. You called us the 2019 female version of the odd couple. Yep. And that made me think, why is there not a female version of the odd couple out there? Well, apparently that would be us. I like it. And I know you don't want to high five on it. I don't. No. Nope. Hold on. Nope. <laughs> Melissa just high fived herself for those of you who are listening. I did because Amanda doesn't always want to high five me. I like to fist bump. I like to high five. I like all of it. I just like to stay in my own personal bubble and not contact other people. <laughs> I didn't even hug you today. You did not. Notice? We're, we're working on something here. <laughs> I'll hug her later. It's fine. But in a change of events for today, Melissa has chosen the topic of organization. I just want to put it out there. This was not my topic this week. Melissa's all amped up about talking about organization. So I am so into organization, especially because I am highly inspired by Marie Kondo. As the rest of the nation seems to be with these days. And I want to talk about it. I really, I just want to talk about it because it makes me feel good. I light up when I organize. And I think an organized life is really important. I mean, especially as a business owner, but even if you're not a business owner, I think that um, just having your household organized, having your, you know, your schedule organized, you know, just so many things. It's just, it's important to be on top of that stuff because everything just seems to move a lot better. Well, organization leads to efficiency. Efficiency Mm -hmm. leads to more time. More time that can be used to make more money yep. or to do more fun things for yourself. Yeah. So and that's both of win-win. those are great. Yeah, yeah. I like both of those choices. And then you don't have to look at a pile of clutter that you gives right. you anxiety. I can't handle piles of clutter myself. I cannot <laughs> handle piles of clutter either. I am not a clutter bug. Clutter um, bug. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I forget we're recording and I still use my... I get excited. I wanted to say clutter bug. Clutter bug. Did not mean to interrupt your thought. It's okay. (laughs) That wasn't meant to be my inside voice. (laughs) It's fine. I like your inside outside voice. But um, yes, so a little bit about Marie Kondo. She wrote a book several years ago called Spark Joy. And I'm sure most of you have heard about it. But if you haven't heard about Marie Kondo and Spark Joy, the idea behind sparking joy is going through your home and basically looking at every single thing you've got from your, um, you know, your furniture to your clothing to just all your knickknack, paddywhack. Everything that's crammed into that junk drawer. The junk drawer, <laughs> the junk closet, the garage. Uh, yes. That's a little scary place at my house that we're working on. Just, but, oh, just stick it in the garage. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take care of that later. Everything seems to sort of end up. We have this one little small garage that it's like a clown car. It's like basically you open it up, you, you'll be just, your mind will be blown by what can come out of this little garage. It's like, I did not know that much stuff could fit in there. But, but the idea is asking yourself the simple question, does this 
item spark joy. And if it doesn't spark joy, then it's time to release it so that it can spark joy for someone else. And uh, I love that idea. And it's been a really helpful process for me as I've been decluttering. Probably the hardest thing for me is getting rid of sentimental things Mm -hmm. because I really do attach feelings to so many. It's like, oh, my nephew drew this picture for me when he was five and... (laughs) you know, or, you know, whatever. There's so many things, homemade gifts and crafts and things, or just from trips that have gone on, stuff like that. How do you feel about that? Are you, are you attached sentimentally to things? I'm sure this is surprising, but I'm not. Uh, I've, well, oh. I've been accused of not being sentimental because I don't keep stuff. I'm not a big fan of stuff. I like a clean and organized environment. Yes. Um, but a lot of it is that the things that are important to me aren't tangible. So I have great memories. I love photographs. I love, you know, if there's a a small thing that reminds me of something, maybe I'll hang on to that. But I don't, like I travel a lot. I don't collect things from each place that I've been. It's more just the memories and, you know, as long as my memory is intact, then I'm happy. When that starts to go, eh, well, I had some good times. But I, you know, I, I think we talked about it in another episode, but I used to move a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And I just got tired of moving things. So, yeah. and I, I had this rule even back then, this is, you know, like in my teen years and early 20s, that if something stayed in a box from one move to the next, I didn't need it anymore. Wow. And so That's I. That's a good rule. That has now I've thankfully been in the same place for 10 years and I don't plan on ever moving again ever. I bought the house that I want to stay in. So that's the plan. But every, I usually do like twice a year, the sort of let's, let's go through the junk drawer. Let's go through that one scary cabinet or whatever it might be just to see. I tend to accumulate samples of like every time I order something from Sephora, they give you, you know, those three samples. Yes. And then I never use them. So they just sit there and they pile up in the bottom of of the drawer. You could open up a sample store. Right. So I I get rid of all that stuff. And then I go through what, you know, I do have in the one closet and just think, okay, let's see what, let's see what's in here. And I, I still have one box of memories, we'll call it, but it's, you know, that's pretty much it. I, I do have every concert ticket, most of the concert tickets. So well, that's those like 350 something concert tickets. Those are easy to, to hang but on to. But they, they fit in a little album that I can put on a shelf so it doesn't take up a lot of space. That's good. But. Well, I think there's a lot to be said for just memories and experiences and less stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that I'm very much drawn to the minimalistic lifestyle. And I, when people walk into my house, the, they've commented and said, you know, it doesn't look like, you know, we have like tons of stuff. Or one, one time someone said, does anybody even live here? And I took that as a very high compliment. I was yeah. like, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say that my walls are not blank because I don't want to paint this picture of, oh, Amanda's just in her sterile, cold, ugly house. You know, there, there is decoration. Yeah. It's just minimal, yeah. but it's, there's a lot of color. You'd be, actually, I don't think you've been to my house, but there's color. It's I know, a, it, that it is works. kind of mysterious. But there's just, you know, there's a place for everything. I'm going to check it out, you guys. I'm going <laughs> to go visit Amanda McEwen and I'm going to report back about, you know, what's on her walls how much uh, clutter or not clutter that I that I see, I already have a feeling um, that it's going to be pretty pretty darn clutter free. But I'm I'm proud of myself. I'm not really a clutter bug. Um, I am pretty uh, you know organized. But I've been going through a really big phase lately because I've been in our my husband and I have been in our house for three years, 
and we did a full renovation when we moved in, but we still had a lot of loose ends and things that we didn't complete. And so now we are in like our final completion of we're doing a lot of decorating and painting and kind of bringing everything together, doing some stuff outside. And I felt like it was a really good time after being in the house for three years mm -hmm. to just go through every drawer and every closet. <laughs> and I will highly recommend Marie Kondo's show on Netflix called Tidying Up. Holy cow, if you're not in the mood to ever organize or ever like declutter, just sit down and watch one episode of this show and you will, I mean, I don't know, maybe you won't, but I was just like, oh my gosh, get me a junk drawer. People, I need to get in there. I was like, I want to alphabetize some junk drawers. I had to get in there, but it was, it was fun. But I, uh, I started with my pantry. That was my first okay. big project. And do you, are you a big pantry kind of gal? Like, do you? What have, does it mean to be a pantry like, kind of gal? I, <laughs> well, being a pantry kind of gal means. I mean, I, I don't go hang out in there. Well, my pantry <laughs> is hang outable. I, I mean, I, I could. I can go sit in, you know, sit on the ground and close the door behind me and do, well, be one with would, the noodles. Would, would, <laughs> well, does your pantry feel so good inside that you want to hang out with your noodles? <laughs> Because my pantry feels that good. Well, it, I again, you know, I'm I'm just one person, and I don't I don't hoard food either. Okay. So I don't have stockpiles of. I, I actually don't eat a lot of canned or boxed foods. Yeah. So you know, I, I have some staples there. Like there'll always be some pasta and you know like some canned tomatoes, so I can make a sauce. Or there's a few things in there, but it's I. It's like you said that somebody came over once and asked if anybody lived there. I remember when I had a, a housewarming party when I first bought the house, and my friend and her husband came over and, and they had agreed to cook for you know for the party. And her husband came to me. He's like, Amanda, where's all your food? I'm like, well, this, this is it. And he's just like, but are you starving? Because yeah, they have a family of four and their girls are in that phase where they're growing a lot and they eat a lot. So yeah. it just, uh, you know, he was, his expectations were a little bit more. And That's it's, so it funny. was a little barren. But Well, you yeah. know, when you have a whole family versus one person, that, that there's a major uh, change in the grocery list, you know. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just did a, a big reorganization in my pantry. I just kind of got rid of a ton of stuff. I went to Target and I bought Target and I bought a bunch of clear containers so I could see my pasta okay. a little bit more clearly. Um, <laughs> With noodle type that I was dealing with. Um, you alphabetized by noodle type? I, I may or may not have bought a label, a labeler. Um, Chad Letts came over and he helped me uh, make the labels, which was a little dangerous to tell you the truth. I'm sure you'll find some surprises in there. I had some surprises, but my pantry's looking, you know, pretty darn awesome. I'm going to put a picture of it up on our womanpreneur. Perfect. Uh, you know stuff, social media. Okay. Our stuff. I like it. I, I was like going to say stuff. But we have like all of these different places now and it's too many to say. It is. By the way, we'd really appreciate it <laughs> if you would leave a review for us if we haven't driven you crazy yet. Um, and we, we hope you're having fun hanging out with us. Amanda's like, speak for yourself, Melissa Motes. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I could hear that. I heard that thought. <laughs> but basically, uh, we would love it if you would leave us a little review or drop drop us a little note through social media on our community wall. 
Um, things of that nature. Are yeah. you proud of me for just doing that? I am. I am. Thank and I'm you. proud of you for how proud of yourself you are, too. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> she, she did another self high five. I did. Yeah, I sure happening. did. So back to organization. Yeah, back to uh, organization. Yeah, so, you know, in, in business, to, to me, organization is necessity because, yes. you know, clutter is, are, equals distraction. Yes. Distraction takes you away from what it is that you need to be doing. And I know you said that you are uh, doing a lot of reorganizing and you, like me, you work at home. So you have, yeah. you know, your home studio, your home office is separate from the house, but it's still in the same place. Yep. So, I, I mean, I'd like to think that maybe some of my organization is rubbing off on you, but what are some of the things that you're doing to make your workspace more organized? Definitely want to share that. And I will say too, I agree with you about the distraction thing. I personally really enjoy working and doing everything in a very clean, tidy, decluttered environment. My desk is, you know, just pretty empty for the most part, except my computer. And I have a little to-do list off to the side. I do have some, um, I, I like to use Evernote a lot for to-do lists, but then I have like uh, my today to-do list. It's a paper to-do list. Um, Cause I don't know about you, but it just feels so good to check stuff off a to-do list. Mm-hmm. Or throw away a post-it note, uh, a, a task that you like, I don't even know how to put into words the joy that I feel from that. I'm just like, and that is done. So, yeah. But what I have realized is I have three main things that I'm always balancing, which would be my voiceover career, my studio, the studio life, all of the things that go into that, and then also um, my personal life. So I've noticed that in my home office, it hasn't been ideal the way that I've had everything set up. I have a few different random file drawers that I keep files in and um, just, it wasn't functioning for me. It wasn't the right flow for my day-to-day life. So I actually just ordered um, a really nice file cabinet system that has, it's a horizontal file. You know, it's kind of like Mm -hmm. one of those almost like wall console kind of things where it's like, I don't know, it's longer. So I have three horizontal cabinets for, um, basically I'll have my, my voiceover file cabinet, my personal file cabinet, and I'll have one for the studio. And then, um, that's just going to be really nice for me for simplicity. And then, um, I just, I've kind of put together a system for myself so that when I'm working on, you know, my home related tasks, home-related bills or things that have to do with the studio or things that have to do with my voiceover career. I just will be able to know where everything's at very quickly. It'll be very efficient for me every day. Um, And it'll help me with that. There's like this clutter zone. I have this little pile that always ends up happening off to the side of my desk. And it drives me crazy because I just look at it while I'm working all day and it gives me anxiety. Do you ever take the whole pile and put it in a drawer just so it's out of the way? all the time. (laughs) That's what what I'll do. I'll I'll bring stuff back. Like I'll have a pile of checks because, you know, I do the mobile deposit. And so I'll just have the the checks, you know, and whatever bills or whatever came through the mail that I don't actually need yet. But the stuff that I file away and then, you know, I'll move them from like my kitchen is where I usually go when I get the mail and then I put it off in this little area and then I'll move it back into my office. 
but then I don't have time at that moment to put everything away. And so then it becomes this pile. And sometimes then I sit down to work and the pile is bugging me. So I just take the whole pile and I stick it in a drawer. So then I can't see it, but I, I still know it's there and I come back to it. Yes. And I, I know I've mentioned, I think I mentioned before, maybe it's just in my head, but one of my rules is on a to-do list, if something's going to take five minutes or less, don't put it on a list. Just do it right now. Mm-hmm. because the amount of time that you take sometimes to put a thing on a, the list, it, you could have just gotten it done very quickly. And then maybe when you come back to the list, you don't remember exactly what you were thinking at that moment. It just takes up more time. So that's my, but my rule. I want to interrupt you there mm-hmm. because sometimes it feels really good to sit down with a piece of paper and write this, make a to-do list, right? Then you make a to-do list. And then when you you write get make done. a to-do list on because your to-do then, list. Because then you can cross it off. <laughs> okay. And then you're like, done. I just made a list. Yeah. Look okay. at this. I'm going to check that off my list. <laughs> it just makes me feel so amazing. It lights me up inside. I, I love that. You know, whatever works for you, I think that's perfect. Thank but, you. But what I always find out is when I go back and I take that pile out of the drawer to actually put the things where I need to put them, it's so it it didn't need to come to yeah. pile up at all. Yeah. And then I just saw every, but every time and this has been going on for more than a decade. I'm always like like filing. I don't like to file. I don't know why. I think it's because in my old jobs that I used to do a lot of filing and mm-hmm. I just I it does not bring me joy. So I don't it go out of my joy. way to file. <laughs> but even at home, I don't have that much. Most of my stuff now is digital and we'll definitely come back to talk about digital clutter yes. here in a little bit. Yes. But so that's absolutely, you know, but I can't have those things in my sight because then I will feel more compelled to clean up the pile yeah. than to do the work that I need to do. Absolutely. And I do think, um, you know, ha- having a tidy office space, they say that, you know, how your home looks, um, how your office looks, it's a big reflection of how you feel inside. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that yeah. because I'll be greatly distracted by you know, piles of things, or I just don't feel like I can do my best work if I have too much clutter around me. Um, I feel cluttery inside. I feel, you know, just kind of like I can't focus the way that I can when my office is super tidy and, you know, I just feel really good. So I would like to say that one of the other big things that I'm working on with my office reorganization, it's not only like my file flow and my workflow, but it's also I'm taking a whole bunch of stuff off of one computer Mm -hmm. and I just bought a new computer. So that's going to be a major um, push for me to organize a lot of my files, a lot of my audio, a lot of stuff that has to do with the studio. And I'm figuring out a better system for things. Um, And I've been watching some different YouTube videos on tips and tricks and stuff. I got to tell you how much I love YouTube. There's just (laughs) That was something I did for organizing my pantry. Mm -hmm. I was watching YouTube videos for days on the best way to organize my pantry. I did research. That's what you got to do. So anyway, I'm researching different ways to organize all of my, you know, Mm -hmm. audio and stuff. Well, I think that digital clutter, it's a huge issue for a lot of us. We work with technology now. So it's where there is there, there's that piece of paper and it piles up and then you have the visual clue that things are out of control, but when it's on your computer, I mean, you close that laptop and put it away and it's not there screaming at you right. to tidy up. Sometimes, and I hope if you're watching or listening, this isn't you, but probably some of you are, 
Sometimes I see somebody's computer desktop with all the icons strewn about <sighs> and I'm just like, <clears throat> how, do, how do you function? Because it just, there's just so much stuff. But, yeah. you know, when we're talking about organization and efficiency, systems and habits and routine, even though they're not the favorite part, most people don't love that stuff. That's really important to staying productive and making the most of your time. And having a system, it's because systems become habit. And once something is a habit, you can, some things you can almost go on autopilot. And I'm sure, you know, everybody's had that situation, like, you you know, especially if you drive, you know, to an office every day or you do the commute, and then maybe on the weekend you're driving in the same direction and just by habit you get off at the, the same exit even though that's not where you're going. Totally. And there are things, then we get on autopilot, but if you do the same things the same way, and so that's a file naming system. I know for me, I have full, you know, I have my client folder and inside each folder, there's a folder for each client. And then within the client folder, there's a folder for each job. And I give my jobs numbers or very distinct names, usually both. But that's so when I go back three years later, because somebody has a question of something that we did, which always happens, I don't have to, you know, figure out how to find it. It's just very easy to, and everything is, is by year also. Yeah, that's smart. And then my, you know, file backup, so important. Oh, so backup important. So I have, you know, I'm, I'm a Mac person, oh. so I have my time machine set up. It backs up every hour on mm-hmm. my, my desktop. Yes, I still have a desktop because I like the bigger monitor. Somebody called me a dinosaur recently. There was this girl that I was what? training in Excel, and she said something, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I have that on my desktop. And she looked at me, and she said, you still have a desktop? She's like, what are you, a dinosaur? I'm like, but it's a, it's a big monitor, you know? It just, sometimes I need a lot of things You're open like, at yeah, one time. dinosaurs need big monitors, yeah. okay? So I guess I'm a dinosaur, so but that's you okay. Do? You know, yeah. nothing wrong with dinosaurs. No, dinosaurs but, are cute. Yeah, but so I have my, my you know, it, it backs up to... Both automatically, because the thing is, I like automatic because I don't have to remember to do yeah. it. So I just have it set. So every hour, it's yeah. backing up everything. That's good. In addition to that, though, once a month, I take everything and I back it up onto an external hard drive. Yep. Um, sometimes I have the really important stuff, usually lives on a couple different hard drives. And then I have the really important stuff is in the cloud. Yeah. And it might sound excessive. It might be redundant. But if no. you've ever lost a hard drive... It's not something it's the worst. because once once those files are gone, they're gone. I mean, once sometimes they gone, can repair, but sometimes, gone. yeah. No. no, I love um, s- s- cloud storage. Mm-hmm. Cloud storage is the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just I agree with you on all of that as far as backing up your stuff and having a really good you know file system. I cannot handle when I have more than two or three folders on mm-hmm. my desktop. And it drives yeah. me insane. Same kind of thing. It's I'm a little on the OCD side, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I have on the left side are my to-do folders, and on the right side are just the documents and things that I access all the time. Mm-hmm. But even those, you know, they are in order. But a lot of that again comes back to, you know, let's name the file something that my brain is always going to remember mm-hmm. because it always happens. There's some. For some reason, there's one little piece of information that somebody needs years later. Yeah. And I've had, I had somebody tell me that I was magical one time because she had asked for a piece of information from this giant job that I had done like three years ago. And they needed to pinpoint a, a very specific 
uh, number from a budget and a, a date that it's, a change took place. And I was able to pinpoint it down to a four-day window just because I was so meticulous in the way that I did things back then. And there were a few little memories that sparked something. But had I not organized things that way, you know, nobody would have figured that out. And so, well, I am not. I'd like surprised. to say that I am magical. You just, are magical. You know, I think I've written that. you several times and mentioned how magical you are. And I feel like if I put it out there enough in the world, people will start to believe it. I told you the other day that you had superpowers. I do have superpowers, and I know you do. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was going to say too. Um, I know we're going to talk more about you know different processes and things that work for us, but I have really in the last year or so figured out certain days of the week that work really well mm -hmm. for me too yeah. on certain things. Um, I, I have to be really disciplined with my day. Um, and you know, there's, there's this, an old saying that if you want to ask somebody to do something, to do a favor for you or whatever, ask the busiest person, you know, because they'll make sure that they get it done. And it's a really interesting yeah. thing because it's true. And I feel like a lot of people ask, ask me to do stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. But I make sure I work it in and I get it done. I'm going to start asking you to do some right? more stuff. I'll do some stuff for you. I will. I'll get it done. You're magical and you have superpowers. So you're special. <laughs> but, yeah. But basically, for me, Fridays have become a really good day for me to sit down and kind of catch up on a lot of emails and things that take a little more time that I didn't get a chance to deal with during the week. Like during the week, for me, I have a lot of auditioning to do and a lot of tight deadlines that I have to, you know, turn voiceover around for clients, for jobs, plus scheduled sessions, plus just things are due, auditions are due in different time zones. And so it's like all day, it's like a real... Um, I, I always feel this sense of urgency throughout my work day to get so much done. But Friday seems to be the lightest day um, for voiceover for me. So uh, I'll sit down and I'll catch up on a lot of, you know, emails and things that I need to, you know, just really think through or that require a little bit more time. Um, another thing that's really been working for me lately is Sunday is more of my quote unquote day of rest, but I do run a couple of errands on Sunday and that there are errands I enjoy. I actually enjoy grocery shopping. I enjoy going and putting gas in my car. I know this sounds whatever, but the I grocery do. shopping I can maybe understand because that brings you food, which might bring you joy. It does. But putting gas in your car? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've I never just, heard that before. I have Sunday is like a major gratitude day for me. Mm -hmm. There's something about putting filling up my gas tank, washing my car, getting groceries and kind of getting organized for the week to come, that just makes me feel really good. I don't Melissa know. Melissa is grateful for gas. I am grateful for gas because okay. there was a time that I did not have enough money to put gas in my car. And so I'm really grateful to be able to fill up my tank every weekend. I, I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing serious. about it, but I, I mean, I love the sentiment behind I that. I am That's, serious too, yeah. because there were times where mm -hmm. I was like, I only have $5 right now to put in my gas tank. I'm gonna just put $5 mm -hmm. in. Yep. And there's something about filling up my gas tank and seeing it be full every Sunday. I, I truly have a moment of gratitude with that every Sunday. See, I love that. And that's the thing. It, just because it's, if it's, something sounds weird to you or what, what works for you sounds weird to somebody else, don't let that mm -hmm. stop you. Mm -hmm. If that's what brings you joy and you feel gratitude for gas, mm -hmm. own that. You and know, I, 
I feel that way about grocery shopping mm-hmm. too because there was a time when, you know, it was yeah. really, I had to be really uh, particular and careful and, you know, extremely tightly budget-minded. And I feel really grateful that I'm in a place now that I can go grocery shopping and not worry so much about that. I mean, I'm still responsible and I definitely, you know, pay attention to a budget. But I um, I don't know. I just feel really good on Sunday to do those types of things. I also do my laundry on Sunday. It's just kind of like my reset day and it's yep. It's therapeutic to me to kind of get my household mm-hmm. in order, my clothes clean, you know, fill up my, gr- put my refrigerator back together and be like, look at this. <laughs> I have food for the week. Yeah. Yes, this is amazing. Yeah. But um, those are some things that work for me. And I actually enjoy that whole process. So I don't know. Oh, is that, do we have somebody here for us? So, oh, oh sorry, guys. We have some, some interruptions here. It's, we're not, what time, what are we on time? Sorry, Shane, you might need to cut some of this out. Yeah. What time is it? It's okay. What time is it? It is 4.10. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Shane, your, your first edit. <laughs> edit. What, were you, what, were you, what did you just say, though? Um, I was just talking. I could tell you were super distracted, too, because you could see her voice at our guest. Yeah. Well, the girl is. I don't know who the guy is. But. Oh, okay. Um... So we were just talking about Sunday. Sunday is oh. kind of my day to, to set up my, my whole week in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So do you want to just start back there? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're just talking about Sundays. There, there may, may have been a weird video cut there. We just had a, a, a guest that showed up early, so it threw us hey. off a little bit. So sorry about that. But we're going to jump right back into you were talking about Sundays. And I'm, I'm the same way. For me, Sunday, I call Sunday my chore day. Same thing, I get up early, I go to the grocery store, I usually go with my mom, which just makes that a little bit easier, get all the grocery shopping and do all my food prep for the day, do laundry, all of that stuff. And then I start to think about what the week ahead is going to be. And then, you know, you talked about having certain days of the week being important. And I do the same thing. My schedule changes from day to day. It changes from week to week. So it's, it's hard to really schedule specifics, but like, I know that Monday mornings I have a client that I do payroll for and I have to do it by a certain time in the morning. So that starts my Monday and I make all of my appointments on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if I need to leave the house and meet with somebody, whether it's a client meeting or it's a friend or whatever it is, I do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wednesday, I've mentioned before, I try not to leave my house on Wednesdays. That's my really productive day to where I just, you know, get up, I'm out of the shower and I go straight to work. I don't need to be anywhere by a certain time that day so I can just keep going until I feel like I've accomplished what I need to. That's awesome. And then Fridays are are the same as you. They're my lighter work days usually. Uh, Typically, we record our podcasts on Friday afternoons. So I look forward to ending my work week on a fun note. Yeah, me too. And, you know, one of the the big things that I hear people talking about a lot lately and has been very helpful for me is chunking time. It's scheduling similar activities in blocks of time. So you're not so scattered. So you're staying more focused. And so maybe, you know, with emails, you you block out, say, an hour of that day that you can attend to emails. And if you know that you're not expecting something that you have to get back to right away, and I know you're like me, you glance through to make sure there's nothing urgent in a message. But if you don't need to get back to it right away, you put it for that time because then you can just knock 
through all of the emails at once and not jump from one place and then have to get back your brain back to what you were working on before. Yeah. And it's just easier, you know, for, for me, because I, I juggle between, you know, like spreadsheets and then something maybe more creative. And, you know, it's very, if I'm in the, the spreadsheet zone and I'm building a budget and putting a lot of formulas in there, I need to stay focused on that until it's done. Yeah. That's definitely and, something that if you interrupt that thought process or interrupt that flow, it's hard to get your mind back into where you left off, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So I'm a big fan of avoiding the digital digital distractions also in that notifications to me drive me crazy. I'm one me of those too. people I can't handle the little red circle that says there's something unread or undone. Because mm-hmm. to me that signifies there's something to do. I, I can't I will open an app just to make the circle go away. Yeah, me but, too. You know, so for me, like I turn off notifications for a lot of things like social media. I don't I don't need to know that somebody liked a photo like that's because I feel like when when I see those messages and I want to know, oh, well, what did so and so say or what yeah. which photo did they like? So I, I turn all of that stuff off mm-hmm. and I keep my phone upside down. Like I don't yep. I usually have it in the room with me while I'm working. But if I'm not expecting a call. It's on silent. It's upside down. So I'm not tempted to stop what I'm focused on to move over to that. Amen. I'm the same way. I always silence my phone during the workday. Text messages and phone calls, they just really, you know, break me from my flow. And sometimes I'm editing audio and I'm just really in the zone of, you know, knocking out, like you were saying, you're building spreadsheets or thinking about budgets. For me, it's I'm in the booth being creative and doing my voiceover, and then I'm out sitting at my desk editing, and I have this, this flow that I do. And then same deal, somebody sending me a text or, um, you know, I don't know, same thing like you said, social media notifications. I have no social media notifications whatsoever going on in my world because <laughs> it's same thing. I, I have a routine. I'll take a look at social media often in the morning during my first cup of coffee when I'm just, you know, in a daze sitting on my couch for a few minutes, five, 10 minutes. And then I might look at social media one other time during the day for about five minutes. And I just, I don't, I am really getting away from social media as much as I can because I know it's important and I know that it's a tool in business. And I know that there are a lot of productive things you can do with social media, but I also, for me personally, I have found it to be a time suck. Um, I don't, don't always leave social media feeling um, full and good and inspired. Right. Sometimes I feel super depleted from being on social media. And so I just kind of like, I just analyze how I feel, you know, and I, I make, make that, you know, uh, decision on, you know, yeah. how much I'm going to do. But yeah, you yeah. need to find what works for you. And again, yeah. cause you know, my way of organizing might not work for you, might not right. work for somebody else, but the, the, main idea is to find the habits, the system that work for you to keep you focused and productive and spark, sparking joy in your life. Is that what we're doing? We're sparking joy. We're sparking joy. And, but I feel like when you settle into a good routine and obviously there are times where, you know, I'm out of town and Sunday isn't my day to grocery shop and go get gas and go do all the things I like to do. Um, it's so funny to me that you like to get gas. Sorry, I I'm, I'm going to be stuck on that for a little bit. I do. I just see Melissa at, at the pump next to her pink beetle with eyelashes, just giant smile, like, look at me pumping gas. I'm, I'm sure the people at the gas station love it too. They're like, that girl's really happy getting her gas right now. The other thing I love is that I get gas points 
because oh, I shop at Smith's. That's the and truth. And I'm also very it. excited to see how many cents off I'm going to get per, <laughs> per gallon. See, that, that I can relate to. That I love a good deal. So. That gets me excited. But um, but I mean, there are going to be days that you know your routine's going to get uh, you know switched up, or you're going to you know completely not be able to do your your routine one day um, because you're out of town or whatever. But I think the main thing is when you do set certain processes up for yourself, for your work day, for your personal life. Also, another big one is for working out, for exercise. I don't know about you, but um, I personally try every single morning to go for my uh, one hour walk. And that's a really fun thing for me is I enjoy either walking with my friend Carissa or I enjoy um, listening to an audiobook or a podcast when I'm on a walk. And it's just kind of like just some me time. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like to just be outside if, if possible. And the weather's been amazing lately. And then for me, I know you also like to go to Pilates. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an app on my phone to plan my Pilates classes because these are smaller classes are only 12 people per mm-hmm. class because they're on the reformers. So, um, you have to RSVP in advance and all that jazz. And it's not always, um, easy to get into every class I want to get into, but I'll sit down on Sunday, mm-hmm. same thing. And I'll map out what days I think will be good days for me to be able to go to Pilates also. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put that into my calendar. Um, yeah. for, for me, I mean, my, that's part of my schedule. Like I yeah. don't, I don't miss Pilates yeah. unless I absolutely have to, yeah. but I have, I have the four classes that I take every week and I schedule a month out just because that the way their system works, I'm on an unlimited monthly. So, you know, but I, they'll only let you pre-book so many classes, yeah. but I go through as the, the date that my cycle restarts, I go through and I book as, you know, the whole month's worth. Sometimes then a job comes up and I'll have to cancel a date, but I yeah. want to put them in there a to secure my spot, but B, like, because then there's no chance that I'm going to get lazy or decide, I don't feel like it today. It's already in there and it's part of my routine. So like, and I get excited about it. I, you know, we, I talk about Pilates every episode because it's changed my life and it makes me feel good. So I look forward to it and because it breaks up my day because, uh, well, at least on Tuesday and Thursday, Pilates is the end of my work day. That's my, my breaking point that I shift from work to my time. Yep. And then, you know, the rest, and same thing, like I go early on Saturdays, I go at 8.30, but then the whole rest of my day is free to uh, be as productive as I want, as I want, or be as lazy as I want. And sometimes I take, Saturdays are, are me days. So there are times when I do very little on Saturdays and I love it. So. I, I love hearing that you do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of doing nothing. It's no. great. Hey, <laughs> you have to, you have to take time to just, you know, recharge, but one of the things I was going to say too for me with Pilates is I'll um, I'll basically book for a week or two out. Uh, I'll forecast the next couple of weeks, and then there are times that I have to wiggle my schedule around or move something around because a voiceover session will pop up or whatever for me. But um, I do make it a priority, and I do try to schedule my you know voiceover jobs around my classes. But there are times where I'm like, hey, that's a big client. That's an amazing job for me. Um, Pilates, sorry, you, you get, you know, you're getting kicked to the side mm-hmm. today. I'm still going to go, but maybe at a different time slot, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I think it's important that that happens to all of us. You can, you're not always going to be able to do it, yeah. but it's really mm-hmm. easy to get out of a good habit very quickly. Yeah. And there are times when somebody, I'll talk to somebody that's, you know, they're going to the gym like 
five days a week, and then they miss one class, and then they miss another class. And it's just because it's so easy to get out of that habit. So that's why, again, going back to efficiency and productivity, that routine, again, routine doesn't have to be boring, but it's what I always say, set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. And that's what that is. It's, you know, if you miss one day, it happens, forgive yourself for it. Don't beat yourself up over it. It's fine. But get back to that positive habit as fast as you can. Absolutely. I think um, another thing too that I wanted to touch on while we were on the subject of, you know, uh, organizing our calendars, you said something that was really important, which was you schedule personal time for Mm -hmm. yourself. And, you know, Saturday is a day you enjoy um, you know, for yourself, Wednesdays, you try not to leave the house because you're like, at, you know, maximum <laughs> it's productivity. Funny. It sounds funny when somebody no, else says it. No, I love it. Monday is my day where I try not to mm-hmm. leave the house where it's like, I, for me, I love to gear up on my work day on Monday and I like to work long on Monday if I can. I work late because I just get a really good momentum going because they say um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or peak performance days of the work week. So for me, um, you know, I, I make a lot of decisions around when I'm going to send certain emails out to clients for marketing or, you know, different things like that. So for me on Monday, that's like my a really solid gear up day for myself. Um, and Wednesday is also Survivor Night. And <laughs> we are major Survivor fans. Oh, just wanted to say I was pretty happy with what happens this last episode. Just a little side note. I thought you would be. Yeah, I know. I thought you would be too. We'll have to talk about that later. But um, one other last thought was um, organizing. I know you're really big into meal prep, mm. and I love that. Will you talk about that for a minute? I, I will. It's, you know, I, I do that on Saturdays where I go through and I figure out my meals for the week. I put a note in my app that is my grocery list. It's just a, a note in my phone. But all the ingredients they need uh, in order of how they are in the store. I go to the same sprouts so I know where everything is. But so my list is in order of the way I walk through the store so I can just, you know, cross things off the list, which I know you love to do. But then I spend, you know, sometimes two to three hours on Sunday and I do all the food prep. And so, you know, sometimes that's making the meal and then freezing it or sticking it in the refrigerator or, you know, sometimes I'll even put individual servings together. It depends on the recipe. But I like to have that all ready to go so that I don't have to think about food during the week. I don't have yeah. to. I hear a lot of people talk about, how, oh, I, for, I got so busy I forgot to eat. That has never happened to me in my life. I <laughs> never forget to eat. But I, you know, figuring out what I'm going to eat can cause issues. So then it's, it's ready for me. And I can take, if I have a slower day, I will take a leisurely lunch. If I have a faster day, maybe I just eat and then take a few minutes to breathe and then I go back to it. But I always, I think it's important to schedule breaks during the day to help you stay productive. It sounds weird, like, oh, well, if I'm so busy, I can't take a break, but you get overloaded. And if you do too much without, even if it's taking five minutes to go for you, grab another cup of coffee, for me, it's tea, take a really short walk, just do something to step away from what you're doing for yeah. a few minutes to kind of decompress. Then usually when you get back to it, you're, you're 
re-energize and you're more productive Mm -hmm. you really are it's when you try to push through and you're tired and you don't take a break Mm -hmm. um you are really less productive and I, I love taking I definitely take lots of breaks during the day quick ones you know short ones and um I have a an afternoon ritual with Troy, my husband and I, we usually do afternoon coffee together where sometimes it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Other times, like you said, if you want to have a like long leisurely break, really, if it's been a, a day that's been beating me up and I'm exhausted, you know, mentally, I will take a longer coffee break mm-hmm. just to kind of like, ah, you know, yeah. hang out and talk and, and it just feels good. But, but I think, you know, today I enjoy talking a little bit about just all aspects. Take a look at your life. Take a look at your workflow and, you know, where are you working in your home and do you feel inspired in that space and does that that space feel organized for you? And that's digitally and that's also, you know, like in the tangible part of your day. Um, and also, you know, things like your, your, your eating and your exercise and, you know, whatever, all of it. I think it, it really does make a big difference when you're organized. Preparation, preparation. <laughs> I feel so much better. I just feel like I'm able to just do better in my performance, be more available to people. And I just feel like on top of my game when I'm organized. And I love to sit down and get myself like just so I know where I'm at, like on everything. And I have, like, that was today for me. I did that today before I came in for the podcast. And I I was like, man, I know where I'm at. I feel good. (laughs) We hope you feel good too. Exactly. So let us know some of your organization tips. What are some of the apps or systems or life hacks or whatever you want to call them that you use, you know, maybe share them on the community page and we'll start a conversation and see what sparks joy for everybody. I like sparking okay. joy. High fives. Nope, not, still Damn not going to do it. <laughs> High fives don't don't spark joy for me. I thought I I thought I could sneak one in. Okay. Until next yeah. time, friends. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this. <laughs>